today on CityCast Salt Lake. Whether or not you're looking forward to Valentine's Day, our team is taking the opportunity to brainstorm the perfect Salt Lake date night. Plus, Madeline and I read your love letters. It's Friday, February 11th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. I am here with the entire CityCast Salt Lake team. Madeline McGill, our newsletter writer. Hello. Howdy. Nick Steffens, our producer. Hi. Hello. And drumroll, please. Our newest producer, newest addition to the team. So excited that you're here. Diane Magipinto. Welcome. So excited that I'm here, too. Thanks for having me. It's no secret you've had an amazing career in broadcast journalism. We're so excited to have your expertise and your warmth and your enthusiasm on this team. So thank you. Today we're talking about, in advance of Valentine's, our perfect Salt Lake City date night. And that doesn't have to include the perfect Salt Lake City date or partner, but it's the perfect planned activity for a date night, whether it's a first date or a regular date. Diane, since you are our honored guest and newest member, why don't you go first? Yeah, I had a hard time with this because I'm a little salty. I'm a little crotchety. (laughs) And um, yeah, I love Abravanel Hall. It is just a beautiful icon Mm. in downtown Salt Lake City. If you've Mm. ever been in there, you know what I'm talking about. And if you have not, I highly recommend that for any kind of date. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my first dates, was it my first date with my husband? I was at a Bravenal Hall seeing some classical music. Um, seat yourself in the middle of the venue. The acoustical phenomenon that is a Bravenal Hall is, is incredible. While I was looking to see if there was a show on Valentine's Day, there's not. I discovered this funky thing called Speed Connections at the Symphony. And it's happening this Saturday, which is early Maybe a surprise Valentine's Day experience for you and your friend, you alone. Maybe you're new to the city. They reserve Mm -hmm. seating for concert goers in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. (gasps) Their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And um, they have a kind of speed dating sort of format beforehand on the first tier. Uh, You talk to people, get to know them. Maybe some musicians will be there. Maybe it'll be a new friend. Maybe a... uh, you know, burgeoning romantic partner. Yeah. That's happening this Saturday, and you can find out about it at their website, utahsymphony.org. Just being in a Bravanel Hall is a very decadent experience. That place is stunning. It's amazing. And I think this is a really great price. Yeah. You know, for a okay. ticket, something different. I love it. That's both like an experience and a suggestion. I feel like you knocked it out of the park. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'll just be home watching Modern Family again. <laughs> Which sounds lovely. It what is. What a yeah. treat. Nick, what is your perfect Salt Lake date night? Well, I think I'm going to take a different approach here than <laughs> that Diane introduced. I love live music. I think that in this kind of, well, hopefully coming out of COVID or at least better managing COVID or at least getting out more, there's so much live music to see right now. And I love a good pregame. I love a good concert mm. pregame. A, a no-frills bar with some salty food. And so for me, a perfect date is uh, Dick and Dixie's, get some beers, get some ramen, head to a live show. And you can go right across the street. You go right across the, the street Urban to Lounge. Urban Lounge, if that's where it is. Uh, state room's not too far away. Metro's not too far away. It's right in there. 
And really, Dick and Dixie's has everything, right? It's got a nice little patio. It has um, just a classic bar feel to it. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, ramen, any sort of salty appetizer to go with it. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. know where to find you. That's where you yeah, find me, Yeah, we right? do. <laughs> Dick and Dixie's also has one of the best beer lists, I think, of all the bars in the city. Like you could, no. at one time, you could get the Shades PB&J Sour mm-hmm. at Dick and Dixie's. And that to Ooh. me is impressive. Wow. And unexpected. And they also have $2 Coors Lights. Still. Still, right? Wow. Okay. <laughs> because as, uh, as you may know or may, may, may soon learn, I am not one to be pressured or shamed into fancy beers. <laughs> okay. No, in that you are a true Midwesterner. Even on date nights. <laughs> not an IPA guy over here. Okay, I will go next. My perfect date night is something that you can do with another person or you can do by yourself on a solo date, which is I like to go to Crown Burger, get a burger, (laughs) fries, Diet Coke, maybe put a bottle of wine in my purse. I can't believe I'm saying this. Don't hunt me down. But sneak it into the Broadway theater. Mm -hmm. Watch a movie. Have this decadent, greasy, amazing meal together or alone. Have some wine. Watch a fun movie. And maybe call it a night. Maybe go to like Copper Common next door after Ooh. if you want to talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. It, the movie kind of gives you like an opportunity to make the call. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like you can do it in the summer. You could do it in the winter. It's my perfect date night. And one of the reasons that I think the sneaking of the food into the theater is important is that back when I was dating in Salt Lake, I wanted to assess really early on how interested a person was in mischief. And this is a good way to get the vibe. Because if they say, you can't bring that into the theater, I think the night's over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no way. You turned me on to the solo movie date. Because Allie is such a proponent of the sneaky movie. And let me tell you, most empowering experience of my life. Yeah. If I have like time in the afternoon, I'm like, I could sneak in a movie. <laughs> You're I'm going to go out and see yeah, it. If I'm you don't hear from see. Allie for two hours, she's probably at the Broadway. <laughs> yep. Taking in the air conditioning. Yeah. I will say one of the best Valentine's Day gifts I've, I've given was uh, I gave my wife a, an annual subscription to the Broadway. Mm. And so that yeah. was 365 yeah. days of... Uh, basically free passes to go go see the movies. We need to Great get that for Allie. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, incredible. if you could pull your money, please, and get me this for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Madeline, you are our resident single lady. Ooh, all the single ladies. I feel like save the best for last year. Tell us about your perfect Salt Lake date. Oh, man. Okay, so I've got some thoughts on this. I think, okay, there's two categories for me. There's the functional date, which is if you're going on a lot of dates, you have to have a little bit of function. That's like walking the dog, doing something you Mm. needed to do anyway. And then there's Mm. the romantic date. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to out anyone that I've gone on a date with in the last like four months. But if you and I are walking my dog together on our first date, it probably means that I have some questions about whether or not this is a match. (laughs) Because it's like, I have to walk my dog every day at 5 p.m. Like there's no exceptions. You might as well do like... Two things at once, right? For a romantic date, I'm trying to not do things I've done before in Salt Lake City. Hmm. Because the thing I'm personally discovering is that there's so 
our city is much bigger than I calculate for on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And so I've been keeping little pins of places that I want to go. And then if a first date opportunity arises, we go. And I will say that I am eager to check out Arlo after our newsletter love story today. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to take me, let me just... <laughs> That's uh, Madeline.begill at citycast.fm. Oh, man. I'm interested in the functional date. I think that's really savvy. Yes. And not to harsh on the mellow of the functional date. If you're going on a lot of dates, you have to have functional dates. It's just not sustainable. Mm -hmm. We're busy Mm -hmm. women living in the big city. I also think in terms of meeting someone new, walking side by side is such a nice way to begin conversing with someone because there is like an overwhelming pressure of going from we're like chatting in a text box to we're staring into each other's eyes watching each other eat yes. and that feels like a, a leap that I yeah. think I personally would be really nervous to take and so like we're gonna walk side by side feels yeah. gentle if you're going on a date in Salt Lake you're probably running into people you've gone on dates with while you're off first date has that happened to you oh Allie <laughs> yes. Yeah, you like Fisher TF off limits for me now. And I'm sure for many other single people in Salt Lake, yeah. it's just a small pool. There's a lot of a lot of overlap. Hmm. Fisher and TF are craft breweries, Nick. <laughs> you can't get a Coors Light there, Nick, you so we won't can. find you there. And I and I appreciate I appreciate a good craft beer. Don't get me wrong. But there's something about your neighborhood bar. That is perfect for a nice conversation and perfect to pregame a show. I, I stand by mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I also think the place that someone chooses to take you sort of gives a, a, a pretty clear impression of what they think about this date mm-hmm. or you or, or where it's going. Or if they choose a place at all. This is famously a really difficult place to date. It's small. The pool is small. I hear that often. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, see you out right. there, everyone. Uh, Madeline you and I are going to stick around we're going to read some love letters that you have received as submissions in the newsletter some Mm -hmm. Salt Lake locals have really beautiful things to say about the city and each other and we're going to share those Nick and Diane thank you so much for being here and for sharing happy Valentine's Day happy Valentine's Day I wish you happy dates Madeline, I'm so excited to read these love story submissions with you. You put out a call in the newsletter. How was the response? It was really good. Uh, we had 15 story submissions. That's and we a lot. I have one week to read all of them. That's a lot of love. I know. It's a lot of love. And I'll start us off with our first submission. It was. Uh, it's from Sam, who I would describe as Moab often in Salt Lake sometimes. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> Ooh. When he asks, you know Salt Lake pretty well? I have to say no. I know Salt Lake like I read a magazine. There are pages I flip to to get something I want, interspersed with many pretty pictures and density that's understandable but irrelevant, unless I'm seeking something particular or if I have extra time. My sister's house is the index, a place to begin and scan for articles of interest. My org's office is the editor's note, overarching a plan and purpose. There are boys' rooms that read like poems, places I don't stay for very long unless they really hold me, offering images and a turn to parse out. 
And then there are the chain restaurants and stock-up stores, the airport and the flocked canyons, unexpected forays into fiction and little essays of how someone else lives. I could read it all, cover to cover, but I usually don't. My time here is brief. I love Salt Lake, but I have places to be. Wow. That beautiful words from Sam. <laughs> beautiful words from Sam that read like poetry. We have a lot of talent in this city. Okay. My story is a little bit different vibe. It's from Maddie in the Avenues. Here's an excerpt. After arriving in Park City, we bellied up to the first bar. The seat next to Connor was free. I swooped in and ordered a beer, specifically Magic Hat number nine. Connor <laughs> ordered a pumpkin spice cocktail with whipped cream. This blew my mind. He must be extremely confident and have a good sense of humor to order that in front of me, I remember thinking. When we had our first kiss, which I was nervous about because I had a plastic mouth guard in from a gum graft Aww. I'd gotten earlier in the week. Sorry about the mouth guard, I shouted over the music. I couldn't even tell, he shouted back. Perfect. <laughs> There's... Oh, there's nothing like a, a, a Salt Lake dating experience and a man shouting, I couldn't even tell over the music. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is so, this story is so lovely. Both of these stories are so lovely. But they I are. Th you're also doing something really important here, Madeline, which is lifting up tales of the city in a fun way. I fundamentally believe that stories are the fabric of the experience of Salt Lake. It's how many of us come to live here and love here. I hope that we can continue lifting up stories of local residents. If you have a story, you can always write us. Our lines are open. And thank you, everyone who shared. And if you don't subscribe to the newsletter, this is your moment. She's got it. She's got it teed up. Madeline, thank you for being here. Happy Valentine's Day, Allie. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, this is Abby Holt. I'm going to share my thoughts on the best possible first date in the Salt Lake City area as researched extensively by me. <laughs> um, so you're, it's the Liberty Park area date. You're going to meet at that coffee shop on the corner of 900 South and 500 East. Grab beverage of choice and just go for a walk around Liberty Park. Um, and see what happens from there. I think it works because it is public. We all know that rule. <laughs> uh, low cost. It is just going for a walk with someone is not very intense start. Um, it's finite. You walk the loop of that park, get to the end. If things are going well, you can walk another lap, grab a spot on the bench. There are many bars and restaurants nearby if you want to extend it further. Um, but at the end of that first lap, if, if that's enough, um, there's a logical end point. <laughs> Great to meet you. Gotta go. Um, get acoustics out there. You'll be able to hear each other talk. And worst case scenario, you uh, got a little fresh air and a little bit of exercise. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, so there you go. I do think that I stand by that best first date possible. Uh, I will add the caveat that I'm currently single. 
So hopefully you have other people here to talk about dates two through marriage. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, happy Love Month, everybody. <laughs>